Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, I'm Big J Okerson. And I'm Dan Soder, and welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. Yeah, it's a podcast, and it's also a radio show. You can hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now, the Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. We get so excited, everybody. Uh, I'm Big J Okerson, that's Dan Soder. This is the Bonfire. Sure Faction Talk Series XM 103. Uh, the whole crew is here in some form or other. In studio, we have DJ Lou, Christine Evans. Uh, from his home studio, we have Black Lou, our Black King, Lou Johnson. Sitting with the best team in the bonfire. Uh, Jacob Atat, down in Flow Rida. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, can I ask the group a question? Uh, do you guys remember when Dan's best friend, Alec Baldwin, killed that girl? Yeah. That was crazy. As you guys know, I only roll with criminals. Cold-blooded. Sorry, guys. Maybe uh, fucking get tougher and maybe you can be my friend. Dude, what a nightmare he must be living right now. It's When I first heard the story, I'm like, it, it was, it, I like the, I guess the night it happened, it, it sort of the, broke late, the news, like yeah. late night, because I heard it late, I believe. I saw it on the ticker. And I looked at it, and I looked, it was such like a low, like even the, someone who posted about it, it was like, oh, it must be fake because it's like three comments. So I'm like, dude, this is like a big deal. And then the next morning it was like fucking everywhere. That's wild. If you are the family of the woman that was killed, do you use a famous role of Alec Baldwin's to describe who murdered your family member? Oh, my God. Do you, like you say the shadow? <laughs> like, no, I want to like, be you the know who malice got my guy. The what? The malice guy. So you say I have a God complex? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you something. I am God. I am. <laughs> I am God. Then Glenn Gary Glenn Ross took my cousin. Yeah, always be closing. Yeah, you know what he did? He closed out her life unfairly. Yeah. Coffee's for closers, and you're no closer. <laughs> <laughs> the I my question is: is after the gun fired, was uh oh, or a similar word said? Can I tell you something? It's like fucking pregnancy. It's like yeah, someone was saying this recently. Like, how do you get afraid for so long? That you're gonna get somebody pregnant. That when people are trying to get pregnant, it's always a fucking thing. Yeah, it's like always a fucking uh, thing. Completely. Um, I'm trying to remember what the correlation was because I'm also stoned, just like Lou. What? Um, shut up. Oh, uh, with these bullets. One thing. Why is there live rounds on the set at all? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> which always ask, asks uh, a fucking great question. Different parts of this story are coming out from the. Um... Like, they're talking about how the crew walked out, or the, the crew was threatening a walkout. The woman that ran the guns, I guess, was kind of new to the job. She goes, guys, we're not using live rounds. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't use live rounds? I grew up watching cow westerns. You're telling me those weren't I live think, rounds? I think live rounds does not mean an actual bullet. I think it's a movie A blank. Term. For a blank, it just malfun the, the blank malfunction. So, Jacob, I think I feel like you know the most about guns, probably out of any of us. Is that a normal? Can a blank fire an actual bullet? I think it. Well, that's what Brandon Lee dodged from because I think like a cotton, it does expel it. If it's faulty, it, it'll expel something. Okay. I, I don't know how that happened because apparently it hit her and the the director also. He's like the, Crazy the lady how that gives the guns thing is malfunction. Like, I gave one of those cop killer bullets. That's, by the way, there's the point I was going to make. Jacob got me right back to it. You could try so much and not have a baby and then leave it in for two seconds too long and have a baby. Like fucking, uh, Jacob, what did you just say again? God damn it. I keep leaving that myself. It, oh, it the, expelled. the one in a thousand chance. Like you could, sh uh, fucking 50 Cent got shot nine times yeah. and wrote an album the next year. Like he a misfire from a blank 
killed a lady and very much injured another person. One. Tink, tink, tink. That's crazy. Like a magic bullet. Isn't that crazy? Like yeah. how much that damage that caused when someone can take nine direct shots? And I mean, there's no... There's... I don't give a shit if Alec Baldwin or not. Taking... Killing someone by pure accident in, a, in an environment where oh you're like, well, they wouldn't give me a real gun. Oh my god! Like that. The, how quickly? That? How quickly like, did he light a cigarette? He goes, that's right. Uh, I mean, like no one just like when you realize someone goes, uh, Margaret, who goes for the army Margaret? blanket first? Where they're like blanket them. You got to get it over. Where they're like, just turn around. You didn't. Just don't look at it. I mean, they must have looked back. Alec, Alec, get away. What was her name? <sighs> I don't know. Um. By the way, when the conspiracy stuff comes out, it's so fucking funny. Is it already funny. coming out? Oh, yeah, for sure. He goes, uh, just, you know, that lady, like, said she didn't like the person who did the director of photography on one of his other movies. <laughs> it's like, it's like some, it's like so oh tied together. So I, think, to I think it's that bad. We found a list of cinematographers he wanted to murder. And she was on it. I mean, that's fucking... Yeah, it's an accident. It's a fucking terrible accident. Uh, cold gun, no live rounds in it. I mean, just don't do live rounds anymore. I mean, you could do that in editing now, probably. Do you have to have, like, an explosion in your hand? Well, a prop gun, does that just mean it's just the gun they were using, Jacob? There's not, like, an actual prop gun, right? They're just using a regular gun with blanks? That's how it is. I shoot yeah. a BB gun in the garage. <laughs> from that, well, this was in the '80s. So I don't even remember the name of the show. They were—he was joking around and playing Russian roulette with a prop gun, and he died on set. One hundred percent shot that out. That is how I would cotton. go out. Well, that's what the guy. I was one hundred percent the guy who made way for Satara, uh, in in, in Chicago? Chicago. The guy who made way for him uh, did one of those. The guy was like. Hey man, can you stop cleaning and waving that gun around? It's making me nervous. He's like, it's not even loaded, doofus. And he <laughs> held it to his own head and blew his brains out. Uh, man, if you're wrong on that, you're real wrong. It's just exactly. And if, you're, and if you're right, you just made everyone uncomfortable. Well, that's what I was. Uh, but that one, but, but Jacob's description of that is completely my personality. Where I'd be like, oh, is this a fake gun? <laughs> and then I'm just like, this my body crumbles and you're like, oh shit. Not me. I talk a lot of shit. I just talk about the things I can do. And then don't do them. When we were on Ari's roof, 4th of July, uh, it was a great Shane thing. Such a great thing for Shane. I was like, yeah, I could definitely uh, jump over the gap in these buildings and land on that thing. And he was like, dude, you'd break both your legs and blah, blah, blah. I go, I'm telling you, dude, it's a standard jump down. Like, just kind of, you have to like bend your knees with the hip. And he's (laughs) like, dude, no way. I'm like, totally. And he's like, then do it. I'm like. That doesn't make sense. What if I'm wrong and I collapse my spine, comes through the top of my head like a Mortal Kombat death? <laughs> uh, dude. I go, but I'm telling you, I believe I can do it. I'm, I could feel the jump. <laughs> oh, so Jacob, is this what you were talking about? Uh, like John, John Eric Hexum. Yeah. He, all right. He was he in was Voyager a- in the show Cover Up. I know Voyager. I don't know Cover Up. Voyagers, first of all, my so bad. you don't know it. Oh, man. Oh, Voyager. Oh, yeah, Voyager. that was a good one. Yeah, I'm more of a cover-up guy, uh, but I'm okay. A, I'm a cover-ups. <laughs> I, I give that plural. Cover-ups <laughs> is, and the bears. The bear? <laughs> no, I, was, I know, I know. Um, he died by self-inflicting blank cartridge gunshot to the head on the set of cover-up. Oh, my God. On a shit movie, of all things, too. Wait, go to cover-up. What was it? Just, no, 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 no. Just no. click on the... Click on the blue. Is an American action adventure uh, adventure television show <laughs> aired for one season? Well, I know why. I yeah. remember they used the, the the song "I Need a Hero." That that R- song really? That you remember the show? The theme song. I never watched it, but it was such a big news. It was such big news that he had done this that everyone knew about this at the okay. time. Okay, honest question. We're all in the biz. We could talk about this. You're on a show cover-up. You got a juicy role. Okay. You know it's about to make you pop. You're going to get into action movies. Is this a CBS? CBS, dude. This is fucking... I'm oh, telling you, network... CBS, by the way, in 84. Yes. So this is like Remington Steel. Those shows succeeded. Yes, that's what I mean. No one knows about those shows today, but Simon and Simon, things built... right in that wheelhouse. This thing's built to launch you, dude. Cover-up yes. is built to launch you, right? A movie career. Movie career. You're going to yeah. get into it, hopefully off the small screen, onto the big screen. Totally. Swimming pools. Absolutely. Beverly Hills. This guy gets killed. How long until you're like, ah, fuck, man. 
What do you mean? Like he dies and then you're like, ah, fucked me. Like how long until- Oh, somebody else is on the show. So, no, he gets killed and then the show's canceled. I, I was just saying, another guy who was going to be on the show is, is like- No, I'm saying you were on the show, yeah. you had done production and then that and guy like, dies oh, and you're like, man. Does I fucking lose my job because this guy's a fucking- Dummy? <laughs> how did he do it? How did he die? Was Click it, on on set accident. Was it him that pulled the trigger? Was he like? Yeah, no, he put the gun to his temple oh, and was simulating a, Russian roulette. During a break between scenes on set, Friday, October 12, 1984, John Eric Hexham became bored with the filming delays. Yeah, that's what I was saying. This wasn't a thing, uh, Jacob, like a part of a scene. He began playing Russian roulette with what he believed was a harmless 44 Magnum prop gun and jokingly placed it to his temple, pulled the trigger. The shot sent the wadding from the blank cartridge at Hexham's skull, driving bone fragments the size of a quarter into his brain and causing massive hemorrhaging. Hexham was rushed to the hospital where he was declared brain dead. Oh, that fucking sucks. Nearly a week later, on October 18th. Damn. Christine, if I go brain dead, just put me down. Yeah. Don't come and look at me, just drool and go. Yeah, dude, I don't want you guys seeing taxidermy Dan. Fucking pull that plug. Pull that plug. There's nothing more now I want than a stuffed Dan. <laughs> I should step back. Uh, I'm gonna dress you in crazy the Stone Age stuff a lot. I'm like, what do you think, Dan? I'm like, oh, you're, gonna a, no, no, no. you're gonna have a wire that goes over the ceiling to my hand. Where you go, Dan? Thumbs up. You want to watch the Sixers? Okay, buddy. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> hey, you let it down. <laughs> my arm down. Yeah. All right, <laughs> it worked. I'll uh, I'll weekend to Bernie's DJ Lou. If you go down DJ Lou. I'm not going to let the world know. I wouldn't mind having First the, of all, my impression, me and Dan's impression of you is dead on. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's literally how he talked. It couldn't sound more exactly like, I'll tell you what, a lot of my impressions are just goofy voices I do in the spirit of the person, but yours, it's almost like I found your vocal range. It's yeah. biop ready. No, it's not. You, it's you biography. Sound, it sounds like every other impersonation you've done. Whoa. Don't you're you just saying dare. mean things, dude. You're just saying mean uh, let's things. Let's test it out. Do Justin Silver. Uh, okay. <clears throat> you want to play this game? Yeah. Throw me a Justin Silver? Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, everybody. What do you guys want to do? You guys want to oh talk my about Dom? Yeah, I've got so many questions about Myrtle. Wow. I feel like he's in Dom. the room. Okay, now do Charlie Sheen. <clears throat> you fuck. It's the same thing. Just <laughs> no, 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 wait. Yeah, get a little. Uh, hey, John Cryer, blah, blah, blah. Something with the other one does the thing. Great. Different okay. tone. Okay. I felt like Charlie Sheen was in the room. Also, can we get Corey Feldman? Uh, Tiger Blood and. Uh, Oh, uh, duh. Uh, yeah. Uh, All right, now. Waiting. Hit, hit me with some, yeah, perfect. <laughs> now hit me with some fell dog. Oh, man, you guys, why are you doing the ones that are all in the same key? All right, you're right. You know what? You're can, making me stretch. Can I do Charlie Manson? Can I get some Charles it's Manson? It's not a good Charles Manson. Don't drag that one out. Stop it. It's my I favorite. don't know, but that's that's just a whimsical voice I do I in the spirit it. of Charles Manson. Let me get some Lou. Some DJ Lou? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Hey! Oh my God! I my brother that... says you can't come over to my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Lou. You got it. Hey, my brother says it's just me and him, right? You gonna eat that? Hey, my brother wants to know if you're gonna eat that. My brother wants to know if you're gonna eat that. Can I box it up for him? Where do you go? Where do you go Lou? when you become Lou? Uh, Lou I'm trying to find my inner outer flannel. <laughs> <laughs> Lou, can you stop talking? Jay's trying to talk. Oh, <laughs> man, I threw Jacob. That was me. Voice from That was me the whole what? time. Yeah, that was Jay. No. That was Jay Okerson. Yeah, hey, shut up, Jacob. Incredible. You know your thing where you're wiping down all the knobs and the keys and what have you? Huh? <laughs> Perfect, dude. <laughs> Whoa. We got to take you two on the road. Man, me and Jacob. Louis, Jacob, me and you should start doing an old-timey mm. radio show. I'll, I'll listen to <laughs> it. Just all impressions and sound effects. I'll sit down in front of the radio and look up at it and listen to you guys. I'm like, and that's when the thunder rolled in. <laughs> oh, Wow. Jacob's sweating in an old dress shirt. <laughs> Constantly picking up weird little pieces of wood, wires. <laughs> other metals. He definitely has the next one where he goes, where you put your hand by it. Well, what is boy, that called? Well, boys, good news. Chock Full of Nuts wants to sponsor the show. It's going to be the Chock Full of Nuts, Jay and Jacob Hour. <laughs> Jacob, we should do old-time radio. Now. I would love it. Oh, shit. Boys, you're a smash hit. We got you following Orphan Annie. Maybe one day when Dan's out, when he knows he's going to be out, we'll do an old-timey uh, Jacob, <laughs> Jay, Jay and Jacob old-time radio show. Oh, I yeah. have props ready on my desk. No, I'm going to let you produce the shit out of this thing, but we're going to do old-timey radio. I wouldn't mind you guys. And now what from our sponsors, Valvoline. I wouldn't mind you guys reading a you know, a 25-cent novel from the drugstore 
a yeah. scene from it. Oh, for sure. Little news, little sports. And then I had to take old Yeller out to the woods. Yeah. You should do that day in news from like 1932. Oh, yeah. Jacob, we should do old-timey radio for sure. I would listen to an old-timey radio Let's give show, one snippet. Let's give one snippet of Orphan Annie or something or, uh, or Our Gang. War of the Worlds. Oh, a little Rascals. <coughs> yeah. Even maybe a Dennis the Menace. And Jacob, we should dress like old-timey press when we do it. Yeah, you guys are both <laughs> going to have to have hats that you sweat through. <laughs> yeah. I mean, overcoats and just stiff wool suits. Dude, reading, <laughs> reading any book that takes place before 1980, you realize how uncomfortable everybody was. Oh, my God. Everybody was sweaty in thick clothes. For no reason whatsoever. Just, no one heard of a tank top. No one. Just shorts. Ironically, as legal and cool as wife beating was back then, the wife beater, non-existent. No, yeah. <laughs> the technology hadn't advanced as much as the brutal form of teaching. Jacob went to go put his outfit on. Well, I'm here. He's got he's got a card in the side that says press. Yeah, he's definitely coming with the album. But then as it as the show as the show moves on, me and Jacob will be coming out of those clothes more and more when we're down to eventually suspenders yeah. over a very billowy button down shirt. Rolled up at the sleeves. Sleeves rolled up and and our Piano player hair is flopping into our face. Sweat. You guys are, and you guys are just pushing sweat. Yeah, I mean, our hair is like me and me and Jacob got a couple of uh, Whiskey ninety threes. Yeah, dude, parted, <laughs> heavy part, heavy part. We're straight talking down on the Moses side. part. Yeah, no shit, dude. And then you guys sweating, going, Jay, that's it. Now, Jay, I need the thunder rattle. Give oh. me the thunder rattle. Hang on, who's that walking in? Oh. Here's an airplane going by. Can you turn Jacob's mic up. What's up? Who's that? Who's that walking in? No one can hear it. The thumps are too light. <laughs> uh, buy two. That's my, fo that's my Foley walk. <laughs> that's Well, the problem with those sneakers are you buy high-end running shoes for yeah. your crazy activities, so they're too light. Your parkour life doesn't translate to you the radio. You need a couple of Doc Martens for that shit. You need heavy shoes. I would even go dress shoes. Put some weights in no, them. No, I need, you need dress shoes for Foley work, for sure. Um... If Christine's not currently, while we speak, ordering a rain stick, then fuck her and she's off this production. <laughs> you will not be part of this one day thing. So far, it's going to be me, DJ Lou, Jacob, and Black Lou. You want in, Black Lou? Old timey radio. Old timey radio. I'm so in. Lou's going to be the house band. Just play a Casio demo and uh, just give little jingles before the shows come in and out. <laughs> love it. Will I be allowed to be on? Yeah, you're right. How old are you going? You going 40s? Yeah, that's so what I was going to say. Are we talking legally here? Yeah. I like to consider myself the Oscar Schindler of black radio performers. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll take the risk. You know, that, you hear about what Jason Okerson did? Hired a black man. Not even for Amos and Andy. Yeah. That's what I was, thing. The best, the funniest thing about uh, black movies that show like a person like a- uh, That takes a chance. Uh, like overcoming all and like becoming the first Jackie Robinson, whatever, yeah. stuff like this, is always like the movie does have to still pay a hilarious homage to the one white person that was like, yeah. hey guys, hang on a second. Guys, uh, I, I don't know if black guy's got something. Jackie Robinson was only <laughs> possible because of this old Jewish man. <laughs> That's got to be so fucking annoying. That would annoy the shit out of me as a black person. Dude, the that still he goes, hell yeah, Jackie Robinson and owner uh, Murray Leibowitz. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, I <laughs> thought I thought an injustice was had, so I hired Jackie. <laughs> yeah. There's also the- uh, I took a chance. I didn't care. I told him to kiss my schmeckle. Yeah, the, the most blatant form of trying to make yourself look good was when Brad Pitt's company did 12 Years a Slave. And then Brad Pitt shows up in the movie and he's like, I'm Canadian. I don't believe in slavery. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, fuck you. Make yourself That's why it. you got to love Leo more. Leo just steered in. He goes, I'll be the plantation owner in Django. Yeah, he goes, you, you want to know how hot I am? I can get away with being a plantation owner I gotta in say Django. The N -word, I got to say the N-word seven times. How about I say it ten? How about I cut a black woman? Because <laughs> that, Does that work? You guys, you want to know how hot I am? I'll do it. I'll walk and right through woman, it. And that woman will suck my dick in my trailer right afterwards. It's and crazy. My the, life is crazy. And the press will call me brave for doing it. <laughs> that's how fucking hot I am. That's the rub. That's the <laughs> that's the dip cap. <laughs> Leo dick cap. Yeah, dude, he, I mean, you know, you take an old-timey role. Yeah. Yes, the answer, the short answer, Lou, is yes. Now, I got to be honest. I don't know if the Jim McClure's of this scene are going to be too fond of the idea, but... I'll tell you that uh, us, uh, from a performer standpoint, we will fight for you. And what I will say is, you hear that, Jim McClure? Sometimes to go Black Lou's gonna be on the show. Sometimes to go forward, <laughs> you gotta go backward. 
<laughs> Sometimes we got to take. We have to change the past if we're going to make our future different. Future radio. Future. Time travel radio. Time travel. <laughs> um, back to Alec Baldwin. Oh, what are you going to say, Jacob? I should, I should step back because I, I, I think I'm right about the live round, but it, the fact that it killed her and hurt the director, I might, I don't want to be, I might be wrong. It might have actually been her live round, but I think that's also a term for a loaded blank. But that's. Just crazy what happened. Yeah, when Look Mr. Baldwin, what does a live round mean on set? When Mr. Baldwin fired the gun, law enforcement officials said it struck and killed the film cinematographer and wounded its director. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob no, no. it's not funny. It's not dude. funny. We'll, we'll find some Jacob, funny in it. Yeah, but this, this part is, sucks. This is the sad part. Wow. And raised new new wow, questions dude. about firearm oh, safeties on film sets. The assistant director, the assistant director, did not know live rounds were in the prop gun when he when he gave it to Mr. Baldwin. I would have said, guys, I don't even know, why do we have live rounds here? Yeah. Do you remember Windy That's City why... Heat? Yes. Do you remember? Of course. So, I, well, I think I probably watch it once a year. The Windy City Heat, when he's sitting there, and they, do you know what that's about, Jacob? Have you ever seen this? Have you what? seen this? Have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> have you guys heard about this? Let's do it by Yeah. That's great. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? Um, <laughs> Windy City Heat's possibly one of the funniest movies of all time. It's very, very funny. And it's where the, it's, the whole thing's a, Prank. Yeah, on a, on the whole movie's a pranking one guy who's a little loopy, and they make him think he's an action star. They make him think he's a star of an action movie. They're basically filming. like a diehard uh, detective movie. Yeah, no, absolutely. But there's a scene in it where uh, they say like the the fake bat is like a red bat. Yeah, the, the red and blue. blue bat. And so they want to bash. Yeah, him. and he has to keep going backwards. And when he he's has to... tied up. Yeah. So the guy is tied up, and his friend is playing the villain, and his friend's kind of aloof, and he knows his friend's kind of stupid. And then the director, Bobcat Goldwaith, right, yeah. is the director, and he's like, "Hey, this is the red bat. This is real. The blue bat is the prop bat, so that won't hurt him. So hit him with the with the blue." And then they'll have the scene, and then the guy would grab the red bat, and he'd be like, "Stop!" Because yeah. he'd be like, "He's like, he's like, not that." He goes, no, the blue bat, the blue bat. No, you got to do the blue bat. The blue goes, and then he, Why is there a red bat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's screaming. And he has the, a high-pitched scream, and it's so funny. That's the idea of this. Like my first question, we have to find out what live rounds are because if it's not what we think, because if I was this lady's family, my concern would be not angry at Alec Baldwin. Uh, just be like, uh, like why are why is this a possibility still? Damn, dude. But if Alec this ba- probably could be handled. If Alec Baldwin shot my mom, it would really ruin 30 Rock for me. Oh, that really would be. Goes, goes, damn it's it. my fall asleep show. His timing's impeccable, but the son of a bitch took my mom. God damn it, he took Trish, but I love him as Jack Donaghy. Um, he's got to be in some yeah, state yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, That's got to fuck you up. I mean, I don't know. That's a, that's therapy. Beyond that. That's ayahuasca. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry, I was, I was like, almost like pausing. I'm thinking, I'm like, yeah, that's like therapy out the ass. Like, He's got to go down to South America and damn. meet a shaman and drink something and throw up a bunch to be okay. That's fucked Dude, up. The, a friend of ours that posted. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can get around this because it did make me laugh. But he's a buddy, but like posted like uh, a thing about like getting mad at people. Like stop laughing, stop trying to make fun of Alec Baldwin shit. And then like a buddy posted, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then under it, it was like uh, someone asked, like, "Hey, did you cancel your show?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I had to cancel the show." It's like the first two comments underneath him. It was funny. I only looked because it, it was like the uh, the Alec. But yeah, it's like yeah. it's weird to. I saw a few comics posting things where it was like, "Look, I'm all." Everybody's always starts with like, "I'm all for dark humor." That's Which, what everybody's about to tell me. I'm a piece of shit. Is yeah. I'm all. It's like, well, clearly you're not. But by the way, that's just <laughs> a fun thing to do in life is just to lead a conversation with that. Where you go, listen, I'm all for eating late. Yeah, and it doesn't even matter what you're doing. And you're like, what did I do wrong? Look, I think rape can be hilarious, but you are you... missing the mark. Yeah, <laughs> but you're right. People starting that off with like. <laughs> I love making jokes about whatever, but uh, that's what it always is. He goes, I giggled at my uh, Nana's funeral, so mm. I'll go there. But it's also like, stuff where you're like, what? Why would you? Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I think it's funny when uh, children get killed uh, by trains. You know yeah. what I mean? That happens 15 times a year. I think it's hilarious every time. I thought Squid Game was the funniest show but, of 2021. But the fact that you said tranny instead of trans, yeah. like- Shut the world off. That's always the best is when people are mad and then they act like they're like, and I'm a fan of comedy. They used to do it at the restaurant all the time when someone would fuck me on a tip. They'd all, If it was like, 
you know, if there was heat between us, yeah. they would always go out of their way to tell me, I'm normally a great tipper. And it's like, I don't think you are. No. I don't think you are. I think you're a fucking lawyer. Do you know why they're not a great tipper? I've never said that to a person, I don't think, in my life. And uh, then tipped well? No, no, but I'm just saying, but I am, I just do. I, I tip and then I, I slide it over to them when they walk up to the table and I go, look at that. Look at that. Here's where and I'm they a, look at me and I went, right? Here's where I'm a good tipper. Good <laughs> I'm a good tipper because I have the humanity to know that like, even if it was kind of shitty yeah. to a degree, I'm still going to give like the ba- the minimum of what's right. Do you know what I mean? Our garage may be the worst service I've ever had in any service I've had in my life. <laughs> they are. Like when you go to get your car? Get it. Get it out. To put it back away. It's a whole ordeal. Uh, if it's late night, it's a thing. I think the guy just kicks out in a car, in someone's car, and doesn't answer the phone, and there's a gate blocking it. He has to answer. Then he gives you his personal number to call, and he'll like, he'll be like, is he sleeping in the back of a Range Rover? Dude, you'll hear him. Wait, you'll hear him. You'll hear him go, yeah. And I'll be like, I'm at the gate, man. And he'll be like, oh, right, yeah, give me a couple minutes. And like he'll like, and then when me and Christine see him walking, it's never even gingerly. There's no hustle. It's like a real. It's like a real. Like my mom's making me go home. I don't fucking stop. This garage. It's wild. Man, that guy rules. It that guy rules. acting like he's opening the garage from his own house. He's like, okay. It's it's bizarre. I'm always jealous of that because no matter how much I would want to gingerly walk. I would always be like the, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that's my personality. We're like, I fucked up. I fucked up. I should have been here. At the I still I, don't do I, yeah, that. Trot across the street. I still oh. don't do that uh, when I'm crossing the streets, though. Especially if a car, if it's like, it's me to get by them so they can turn because pedestrians have the right away. I mean, even if I'm not moving super fast, I move my arms like I'm moving. I'm trying to give you the message that goes, I don't want to block you. Yeah. I I'll don't do, want to. I'll do run back to the huddle arms where I'm like, yeah, yeah. Let me try Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada, yada, yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal, so here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile. Nada, yada, yada. It's time to stop making excuses. The peace of mind you get after a colonoscopy is worth it. It's the best way to prevent and detect one of the deadliest cancers. In fact, your doctor can remove precancerous polyps during the procedure if necessary. That's right, before it even turns to cancer. No buts about it. Get a colonoscopy at 45 and follow up every 10 years or as recommended by your doctor. Find a location or schedule now at avera.org colon. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joe's, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, man. I mean, Alec Baldwin just really, what a terrible accident to be the guy that you're, it's also you're Alec Baldwin. So, yeah, there's a lot of people that want to shit on you, not for this, but this is the way in. You think he's had sex yet? 
No. No. Okay. Do you think he's laughed since? Probably. Yeah. Probably, you know, like, but very few. Yeah. I don't think it's a lot. And probably more like, thanks for trying to make me feel better laughs, you think? Like that, it was like, you know. uh, It wasn't a hard, he hasn't had a hard laugh. What was the, I would have just done the Hulk Hogan impression from him with his son. He goes, what do you think that girl did, brother? So bad with God that. God took her like that. Can you bring up that Hulk Hogan phone call? <laughs> that shit's fucking wild. It's the when craziest you remember. thing to me that's going on. For away those of you, a little bonfire context, or just context in general, Hulk Hogan's son, Nick Hogan, was street racing with his friend, who I believe was a Marine. His friend was in the car with him. It was in the car, but he was street racing yes. with his friend in the car. Yeah. His friend had served overseas, mm-hmm. and then a horrible accident, and uh, the friend got paralyzed and then died. Oh, it was brain dead. Brain dead. So similar to what happened to that actor in the 80s that we just talked about. And then there's a phone call between Nick Hogan and Hulk Hogan. And he's trying also, to make isn't his it son. Weird, isn't he's... it weird to go by your dad's fake name as your last name? Yes. Is that not weird? Like, it's... hi, I'm Dan Slaughter. My father is Sergeant <laughs> Slaughter. <laughs> I just think it's fucking weird. Dan Kid, yeah. son of Dynamite Kid. <laughs> yeah. You got to be like, I don't know. It's... I'm Dan Tonga. Yeah. King Tonga's my father. I mean, shout out Tama Tonga, one of the best wrestlers out there right now. Dude, Nick Hogan ended up, I forget who he was dating, but it was somebody... So hot. He's like a DJ now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was dating someone sort of famous, I think. He's probably got fucking money. How much time did he do in jail? I don't know. He did do... Uh, did he do some time? Yeah. Yeah, he did time. It was on Hogan Knows Best, I think. Right. That he was in there? Yeah. I, I know he's arrested He got manslaughter. Trial. He did. I think he got manslaughter. Can you look up what he was convicted of? Man... In the courtroom, he's like, kick out of it, brother. <laughs> Come on. Raise your arm. That's how they try him. They choke him, and then they, they hold his arm up twice. Oh, yeah. And then on no. the third one, he's like, brain dead, brother. <sighs> um, reckless driving. He accepted a plea deal for reckless driving. He was sentenced to eight months behind bars. Because he was a juvenile charged as an adult, he served part of his time separate from the other prisoners in solitary confinement. Fuck. I don't give a fuck who you are. That is horrible. That's going to fuck that your sucks, shit up. Dude. Solitary confinement is like... Well, now he's crushing some hot ass. I don't know who his girlfriend is. But yeah, because now he's John J. Rambo because yeah. he mentally got fucking broken down. I bet he came out of that a completely different person. But here's the thing. So Hulk Hogan and them are on the or phone not. here, and Hulk Hogan says, no, you're right. He's going to be a cold-blooded killer later. <laughs> no, I mean, just mean like, dude, you solitary confinement for eight months? Yeah. No, it, I would go nuts I think that my fear would be that I go nuts I would wonder if I'd go full caveman and just smear my shit on the walls and they'd be like oh this guy's a fucking problem yeah. I don't know what I would do I mean you can only jerk off so many times a day I mean dude they're like, I guess this we'll guy's... find out I guess you I guess maybe there's more more than you think they call you king spider they're like he's got all those webs in there <laughs> this guy's room is just laced and cum <laughs> I don't know how he does it but the guy got it up three times I mean it looks like he's it looks like his walls are covered in doilies <laughs> Hey, Spider-Man, uh, we got to feed you. You don't want to come on your bread. Can you please not come on the slot, the food slot? There you go. His former radio partner is across the hall. He just rubs shit on everything. <laughs> He's just drawing <laughs> sh- numbers and shit like unforgiving. It looks like when kids draw on themselves. There's just no shit around my eyes, but it's everywhere else. <laughs> It's in my hair. Um, so he's trying to make his son feel better in this phone call. That's all he's doing. He's just trying I, to cheer him up. I, I know that. But... How but he chooses to do that. There's just, I'll give you immediate different wording of the same sentiment that could have been positive. Yeah, because basically Hulk Hogan in the call tells him, like, his friend did something wrong. Yeah, Hulk Hogan blames the victim. There you go. Here we go. I don't know what type of person John was or what he did to get himself in this situation. I know he was pretty aggressive and used to yell at people and used to do stuff and but some, some, for some reason, man, God laid some heavy shit on that kid, man. I don't know what he was into. John was I a pretty, negative person. He was what? He was a negative person. Will you work on that reality deal? Yeah. For me and get that thing lined up so the minute I walk out of wherever I walk out of, it's there, boom. Can you do it while you're on probation? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, you want to do it with pink sneakers or you want to do it with someone else? I want to do it where I'll make the most money. Well, then you need to do it with me, Jason, and Eric. Okay. You know if I'm producing the show, I won't screw you. You know that. Yeah, of course. What a weird conversation to have with your dad where he's like, and I'm not going to fuck you, because I could fuck you, but I'm going to produce this thing, and I'm just going to shoot you straight. When you tell your son that you're not going to fuck him over, 
you might be a redneck. <laughs> Dude, they're talking biz. After he cuts it, he goes, so I don't know, whatever that guy did fucked up, so God wanted to make him brain dead in the passenger Anyways, side of your car. His, he goes, his soul got repoed. Anyways, you want to do this reality show with your papa or what? He goes, what do you think? I'm tweaking there, throw you a little nice, maybe a Filipino girlfriend number or something? <laughs> yeah. He goes, I'm going to say a number. You say thumbs up or thumbs down. $2.5 million. You're right, brother. I taught you better. Hulkamania is running wild in you, child. You want some points on the back end, too, brother? Uncle Macho's going to call you about a deal. Now, don't even sit here sitting up at nights worrying about your friend who sucked so bad oh. that tree smacked him in the face. Brother, I'm sure God put a tree in the road for your friend. <laughs> I know you're a great driver. Yeah. The best. I'm going to tell you right now, when I slammed that giant... I knew my son was destined for great things. Hello, brother. Hello, what you gonna do when my lawyer gets you out in eight months? Damn, what a piece of shit. But the point I was going back to Alec Baldwin was that. I'm like, do you think someone's just been like... Yeah, dude. Why that, that's, a, that's a joke I would make, though. I'd come in and I'd be like, dude. Like, it's like when Giselle, it's like it's like when Giselle de- defended Tom Brady after they lost the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. What do you want him to do? Throw and catch it? It's <laughs> like you wonder if Alec Baldwin's wife's like, well, why was she standing there? Yeah. With her fake Spanish accent. Stupid B. Why is too stupid? Why do you talk like that? You're from Massachusetts. I am Spanish. <laughs> because I, why is she stand I there? Pray, I pray to Maria. Could you? <laughs> Santa Maria. Santa Maria, listen to me. Christine, can you look up the conspiracies already in the Alec Baldwin thing? It's Damn, so dude. fast. So fast. So fast. I mean, that's, we were talking about NFL, which by the way, Black Lou. Your Dallas Cowboys are because that girl probably saw good. him sucking a cock. But Jay and I's teams not doing the best, blow. just kind of going through some pain. But uh, fuck, why did I bring this up? That was such a pothead move. I think you were just killing time so you could find the thing. No, 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 no. You no. congratulate Lou for no reason. He's not on the team. He didn't do anything. He's a Cowboys fan. You got it, dude. He's a Cowboys fan for no apparent reason. God damn it. Other than he likes the colors. It's a That's girl's I was going reason. With this. I was going to make a good point about the NFL. No, I lost it. It's gone. No, you got it. You'll get it back. Nope. Yeah. Don't want it. Would you want to say something nice well, about the Cowboys? Do you have anything else you want to lay out there nice about the Cowboys? I can't wait to watch them melt down and the Niners to catch, catch fire and beat them in the playoffs. Suck on that, ah. Black Lou. So, see you in January. With see what you. quarterback? Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. The Eagles, I think. The most just... handsome boy in the world who had, it was a wet game and he couldn't hold on to the ball. Give him a dry ball. That boy will fucking fire it in there. $50,000 bonus for me right now. And I know a lot of the Eagles listen yeah. to the show. Uh, if you're on the defense, send out a goon and put Dak Prescott down. I mean, former bonfire guest Dak Prescott. Right. Former bonfire guest Dak Prescott. You can go crackle crackle on his face after you do it. That's what that's what I meant, though. How fast everything is now. Like, we're fast to get to conspiracy theories about Alec Baldwin. But, like, how fast and with, like, NFL Twitter. Like, the Niners lost last night, and immediately everyone's like, Kyle Shanahan should be out. Trade away Jimmy Garoppolo. Trey Lance time. And you're like, dude, you guys... And, by, and then, by the way, we're six weeks into the season, seven weeks into the season. By week 17, we they'll be like, you know what? He actually is pretty good. That was a good run this year. Football fans do that every year. I remember the Giants. Giants well, can, fans. Can I give a disclaimer that uh, don't uh, don't try to injure Dak Prescott? Yeah. If he gets injured, he gets injured. Uh, I'll be happy, but don't. I'm not giving you money for it. <laughs> I'm not going to pay that. <laughs> if you think I'm paying that, I'll I just, give you money for it. I remember Giants fans in 2007. Or in uh, 2008 or 2011 specifically, when they beat the Patriots the second time, they mm-hmm. didn't have a good regular season. Their regular season was kind of wonky, mm-hmm. and a lot of Giants fans were like, "Get rid of Eli, get rid of everybody. They fucking suck." And then they went on a run in the playoffs and beat the Patriots, and they're like, "Bro, I've been big blue since day one." And that's that's how the NFL season is every year. If a team stinks at the beginning, everyone bails, and then if they get good at the end. I don't see how the Eagles could get good at the end. I don't know. I hope the Niners can get good at the end, but if they don't, well, it's still be cold. Two and five is pretty. Oh, but here's the good news. There's an extra useless game to watch this year. Yeah. <laughs> so now you get to hurt one more. Yeah, one more. I, I think have it's to hilarious watch. that I'm watching our fan base, who are called the faithful, <laughs> just be like, fuck this. Get rid of Jimmy. They've never been, you know what I mean? They turn so fucking fast. They lose two more in a row or if they lose next week honestly the week after is where you start thinking about like am i gonna watch it means nothing yeah i'll still watch but yeah i think for the 49ers if they don't beat the bears this week and then if they can beat the cardinals or the rams i'm gonna watch i'm gonna watch i watched fucking 
72 losses for the Sixers yeah. that one year. So when the Niners were two and fourteen, I watched. <sighs> That's tough. A two and fourteen season, especially when you, week week one was the win against you know Arizona. When the season's over. You know when it's over. You're like, this is over in week seventeen. Honestly, eighteen. Now. Football becomes fun in the playoffs because you're like, ah, oh, well, a lot of people are out now. So now I can enjoy the people that are left. Sure. Whereas all season, you fucking week 10 to 15, you're like, oh, great. The Vikings Vikings are playing the Dolphins. Yeah. Because it's the Vikings and the Dolphins on Sunday night. Oh, my Ronnie friends are back for Monday night. Those those (laughs) new songs they do suck so bad. Waiting all night for the Oh, it's uh, it's just all cheap. Carrie Underwood. Yeah, but it's all just a cheap ripoff of Hank Williams. Dude, Carrie, do you remember Carrie Underwood was in a, a terrible accident? And they said her face and, was going to be her different. Her face was mangled, and she was like, "I'm never going to look the same again." And she looks just like nothing happened at all. What if she has uh, one of those Mission Impossible <laughs> masks on, and she pulls it off, and she looks like Mel Gibson in Man Without a Face? Because I've been waiting all. She pulls the mask off <gasps> on Monday. <laughs> I've been waiting all day for a child's liver. <laughs> Sorry, the mask's the only thing that holds all the goop a, that used to be my face together. Oh, I'm a puddle of stuff. <laughs> I'm the phantom of Sunday night. Bring up Carrie Underwood before and after. Were you going to say Black Lou? Have you oh guys had a God, chance what a to monster. Watch the, uh, Monday Night Football simulcast with the Manning brothers? I haven't watched any of it. I watched, uh, I actually, I, I turned it on for a quick second. It's actually been cutting into me and Dan's uh, pay-per-view podcast we do every Monday night, yeah. uh, checking out football with Jay and Dan. Yeah, so <laughs> we do know about it, Black Lou. I watched maybe a little bit of it, but I didn't give it a chance. I just like threw it on and was like, oh, that's how they're doing it, and then moved on. What? In the fuck are they talking about with Carrie Underwood's face? The country looks... Exactly the same and good. I'm trying to find her scar picture. I think these are them. That's almost my point. <laughs> She's like, I'm a monster, don't look at me. One of my eyebrows is a little bit shorter now. I'm not a- Uh Right wingers are exploiting, get rid of that thing. They're exploiting a woman's tragic death to troll Alec Baldwin. There is no bottom. <laughs> In a truly ugly display, conservatives are mocking Alec Baldwin following the death of DP Halima Hutchins. Helena? Helena. Probably. Yeah, you probably nailed it. I'm very bad with words, so yeah. Well, that's a name. Words are names are words, dude. <laughs> it, I didn't look at you because I feel like I picture as I kept staring at the screen, you looked at me. Yeah. But, right. I mean, Helena's a name, not a word. You. All right. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I did. Keep... Names are words. <laughs> Just keep staring. <laughs> Last click. Anything else you want to mess up, weirdo? Goofball. Hey, can I talk to you real quick? <laughs> hey, can I see you outside? Hey, uh, hey, kid. Um, by the left. I mean, even in the, the byline. Actor. Oh, what does politics have to do with this? This is da- this Daily Beast, isn't it? Yeah, this place sucks. Go to another place. Well, no, Daily them. Beast is. Well, that's not the story. Go down to the story. Yeah, but Daily Beast stinks. In general, they uh, were the ones that did that podcast i did that podcast promoting the hbo special and then they put out that headline that made it look like i was a dickhead oh it was yeah like, billion star hates his bro fans and i was like i didn't say that at all well christine yeah, yeah. christine fuck the daily beast switch it to another one Woo! that's right. friendship you know what brother i don't know what the daily beast did against god <laughs> but he had something but they're brain him. dead for some reason Remember when Hogan dropped the boot on fucking Gawker and got like two hundred million? But they didn't have two hundred million, so they just folded and he got nothing. Did he get nothing? Well, he got whatever they had. Just like pocket change. <laughs> just yeah, Gawker employees. Sixty-three like, cents and fourteen skateboards. He goes, brother, it was worth it for eleven hundred and fifty in a Keurig <laughs> that's been pretty used. <laughs> a Keurig. I got a full console Dance Dance Revolution. He goes, got a picture of a lady's family. Don't know who the hell this is. Four trampolines. These big balls. They tell me your chairs. Yeah, I wish I don't believe a stand-up desk, which is for fairies. <laughs> They get offered a bunch of hipster shit. Yeah. Some kind of electric unicycle I'm not even going to try to get on. And apparently this is a water bottle you refill. (laughs) Whatever, brother. It looks wooden, but it's like a polymer. Now let me show you what the good stuff. A Kathy calendar. (laughs) This lady's sassing it 365 days a year. I hate Monday's Garfield Cup. Love it. (laughs) <laughs> Another picture of a family, but this mom's got big tits. <laughs> Waiting on that for yeah, I mean, dude, Hogan rocked Gawker, and then 
got his son out of jail and they just cruised. Cruised. Cruised for puss. Yeah. Jay, you had brought up, I mean, out of the blue, you brought up Schindler's list uh, a few minutes ago. Never. Always trying to find I a mean, way to crowbar it in. <laughs> his handle, his, his I, PlayStation handle is Oscar Schindler. <laughs> he always talks about it. Uh, no, it was, uh, no it's, that... it's a hashtag. There, I could have done so many more. So many more. <laughs> there could have been so many oh more. Oh, my God. This computer. That's 17 Jews. What could, this ring? <laughs> this ring could have brought. Oh my God! Andy Cohen's diary could have gotten me it's two large. more. What about this large Chipotle Arnold Palmer? <laughs> I could have gotten Jews for that. <laughs> what about the camera? Was... Look at about you, Jacob. Think this... about your drumsticks. That's a Jew. That's a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Yeah, that's a great story. He goes nice purse. How many Jews that set you back? <laughs> Uh, dude, look at that. That's so fucking dude, measuring Ryan, things in fucking Holocaust Jews. A Ryan Howard rookie card. <laughs> <laughs> it's five Jews. Five Jews I could have gotten. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Oh, that is tastelessly funny. Very tastelessly funny. Fuck, that's good comedy. Jacob, what were you going to say? Son of a bitch, that makes me laugh. <laughs> he goes, dude, he goes, yeah, he goes, you can get a PlayStation 5 now, but with the upcharge, what do you think, I'm paying 17 Jews to have it now? Yes. I'll wait till it comes back down to five Jews. Hey, Oscar, how much is that Beats by Dre speaker? The one up on the top shelf. <laughs> it's 20 Jews. It's 20 Jews. <laughs> 20 Jews for you. But there's a, the warranty's one Jew. For a two-year warranty. <laughs> oh, Dude, Jacob, what are you going to say? Fuck. Uh, I had another point, but man, it's so crazy you brought up this particular scene in the movie because I, even when I saw it back in when it came out, I thought that one scene, a little heavy-handed. <laughs> spectacular movie. You didn't need to lay it on like that at yeah, the end. Yeah. But anyway, when I saw it, uh, in, in when it came out, I said, this movie is so damn, this movie is spectacular. I'm never going to watch it again. Because it's so goddamn depressing. Mm -hmm. This weekend, I'm bored out of my mind, and it's just on Showtime. Okay. From the beginning, or did you uh, jump in? Did you home double? of Billions, by the way. Shout out Billions. Shout out Billions. Season out six billions. coming in January. It was at the beginning, like very opening scene, and I oh, just yeah. started watching it. And I think even like a comedian made a joke about it, but the oh. when when it came out, the goodbye Jews girl. <laughs> Do you remember the goodbye Jews girl? I don't. There's this one scene where they're emptying Jews. They they put all the Jews into the Warsaw ghetto and then they and then they empty out the Warsaw ghetto. They ship them all to the concentration camps. As they're walking out, one of the German girls goes starts screaming, "Goodbye Jews! Goodbye Jews!" She's like a, eleven years old. Well, we have her here like, today on the show. Pointing it. Like really hitting the note. I was, and, a, I was a very angry little girl. Goodbye, Jews. And like keeps saying it over and over again. I think that really was her only movie. Like, oh my! Like, yeah, I mean, walk it's kind off of, the park home run. I mean, you, is it memorable? You know what's even better about that is that I hope she just has like a regular job now where she's just in like data and entry. She must. And she's well, like an I looked assistant. up her name. And she's like, I'm actually, uh, what you don't know about this was I was in Schindler's List. I so, was the goodbye Jews girl. That's what that movies that made us yeah. does good for people. The one, the the scary, uh, short haired girl from Aliens. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. She's a fat Carrie lady who Hen. has like a lingerie shop. Mary <laughs> Hen. I love her. Yeah. I love that. Not Support her lingerie store. Attract no, no, no. I, I, that's one of my favorite movies. So. Aliens? Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I loved her in that movie. That was her only film. Um, it's funny to call it. Schindler's was heavy-handed at the end. Yeah. Hey guys, really I, we got the point. The whole movie just is just Jacob going. We got it. Just that speech. Yeah, uh, Jacob, but don't you out. worry, buddy, because you saying Jews like that is about to be. I know, I know. On the new drop list of top five faves for probably a good six months. I know. I know. Jacob, could you say goodbye, Look, Jews, again with the same emphasis? Goodbye! Look, I can either have a conversation with you or worry about everything Lou's going to pull. So Don't worry about it at all. Talk. Of course. That's but what we all do. Sh shout out Anna Mona, I think it's Nut or Knut, for the goodbye, Jews girl. 
Oh, her name. The IMDb. Yeah. You found I her? I looked it up because I was like, I remember when it came out. I said, this girl is terrifying. Yeah. Goodbye, Jews. Absolutely. Screaming at them, you're... like raging at them as they're walking is it by. Is it like a happy yell? I forget it. Is it like, goodbye, what? Jews? No, it's... No, she's gleeful. No, no, no. It's cutting. Like she's like, go fuck your, you know, like you're all about to die type of screen. When we were on IMDb Goodbye, for Six dude. and Jump a lot, when we already. No, no, no. Oh, I, 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 I was, I was having, he was doing it. That was Jacob for real. Oh, that's hilarious. Can you pull that up? I mean, why do I want to play this? It's so depressing. I don't know, but let's take a break. But anyway, no, that's great. You're but, a Jew. Let's oh, take it. Let's. <laughs> Let's take a let's take a break. We got to take a break. Well, you might as well play the thirteen seconds of this video. I mean, I know, but then we're going to watch it. We got four minutes to get these reads in. Okay, do it, do it. Well, I... Jacob, get your bone around. If this is your only scene in movie history. Damn. Damn. Also, just coming down from that when you're done yelling and you're like, nah, I'd like a snack. Uh, do me a favor. Uh, DJ Luke, can you make that a ringtone for Dan's phone? Uh, <laughs> I go, oh, guy's business call. You guys, got to take this. <laughs> Goodbye, Jews. Terrifying. Uh, um, yeah, bring up IMDb when we come back. But I was going to say when we were doing Six and Jump and IMDb all the time, yeah. how many people like do have like a one? It was, like, it was their only thing was 21 Jump Street. So what about the guy that, that did Jump Street and then went on to create Paw Patrol? Yeah. Didn't act anymore. Guy was just like a fucking detective like, oh, yeah, in an episode. I happened to be in it. Oh yeah, I happened to be in Twenty One Jump Street, and now I have a house in Santa Monica. Yeah, I'm Paw Patrol. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Feel, Shout out, Paw Patrol. Bad. I said that that scene was hilarious. Heavy hand. No the speech was heavy handed at the uh, movie. Jacob, phenomenal. you're not wrong. You're right. I'm not right because you joked about yeah. it, and you, yeah. yeah, Jacob, you're absolutely right. No one would be that sad about the Jews they couldn't save. I agree with oh, you. No. I that's am a, that's, wrong. That is how it came <laughs> no, I, think yeah, I, I, speak, I think I speak for Black Lou when I say we never whine gotta, about the Jews we couldn't save. <laughs> I, I got to rethink this. Don't you dare. Don't you ever. Leave me very <coughs> conflicted right now. You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.